Welcome to the Satori Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Kovar. The title of today's podcast is The Art of Talking to Yourself. So have you ever had a time when you're going through a challenge? We've all had them. And as a matter of fact, the majority of the time, people have some kind of challenge. But maybe you're really in a dark time. There's challenges with your business or your relationship or your health. And stuff creeps into your head, right, that doesn't that sends you down the wrong path. I'm sure we've all had that happen. And, and then there's probably other times, man, when you've woke up or you've all of a sudden realized, man, I'm on top of the world. Things are going well. Well, um, what I want to do is talk to you about a concept of what would you at your best say to you at your worst? Let me say that again. What would you at your best say to you at your worst? You know, someone else can give you advice and maybe sometimes it works really well uh, and, it, and it hits the spot. Other times, not so much. But you know who can give you the best advice? You can. Sounds kind of random, but let me explain. So years ago, uh, we were going through an incredibly, incredibly uh, uh, dark time in our business. We'd expanded too fast and we were, you know, uh, we were barely holding on. And uh, in the process, I, I would pretty much uh, had given up or sold or, you know, sold property, taken out loans on property, uh, cashed in 401ks, all that just to make payroll, just to keep the, the schools going. And it was it was dark times for me. And especially because at the same time in, in what I do for a living, so so much of my job is being kind of like uh, the cheerleader, so to speak, the, the spirit leader uh, of the team, making sure that, you know, if I want to rally troops, I got to have my, my head on straight. And man, it would be it would be hard because I'd be trying to figure out, you know, how uh, we we're going to be with my partner and we'd be trying to figure out how we're going to juggle payroll, uh, you know, come up with $20,000 in the afternoon to make payroll and where there was nothing to be found. And then uh, after that, walk down and, and meet 30 people for a Monday staff meeting to try to rally everybody and motivate everybody. It was a very challenging time for me. And I had this one particular day, I'll never forget it. And and we'd just been told by some of our, our, our business coaches, well, you know what? I don't think you're going to make it through this rough time. You probably ought to file for reorganization, which is a nice way of saying declare bankruptcy, right? And my business partner and I looked at each other. Neither of us wanted to do that, right? Neither of us wanted to do that. And, and so we were going to, we we're going to fight tooth and nail. But I got to tell you, man, it was like I, I, I was seeing the writing on the wall and there really looked like there was no options. And during this time, what kept me sane was training was martial arts, right? Whatever type that might have been. At the time, this one particular day, right after having this meeting, uh, I, had an, uh, uh, I had a training session where I was doing jujitsu with a couple other people. And both these people were my students and and, uh, and I had a little more skill than the two of them. And so uh, when I was working with one of them, how you make an interesting, a match interesting when maybe someone, maybe you outskill somebody is you put yourself in a bad position and then you try to fight out of it. So a uh, long story short, I, le- I let my student put my, take my back and I let him start to put in a choke and then I'm going to start defending against that choke. And then I realized, wait a minute, I let him go a little too deep. And, and I, and there's a certain, I don't know if the word is panic, the certain like, you know, energy that comes over you when you realize, holy moly, I might have to tap. And, you know, I'm really tired and, and I'm not breathing well. And, and, and I remember thinking, you know, uh, 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 I remember looking around and like almost tapping and then looking up and seeing that there was a third person that was watching us and that uh, if I was going to pass out, he would have stopped the match. So I remember thinking to myself, I could tap out now if I needed to, but I don't have to, not yet. And this calm came over me. I took a breath. I adjusted my neck a little bit and I slowly fought out of the submission. And uh, I got done and I had this like 
That's where we were with our vision, uh, with our school, that is. And that was, you know what? We could tap out. We could declare bankruptcy, but we don't have to. Not yet. And that was my turning point, right? And and at the same time, my business partner felt the same way, and we decided to go forward. But in that that afternoon, I had this like this uh, this manic moment where I really could see that we're going to get through this, and that that it's it's all going to be okay if we stay focused. And when I was feeling that way, what I did is I wrote a note to myself. Uh, so that when I knew that I was going to be low, this was something I was going to read to myself. And um, I want to share it with you. But before I do that, uh, I would remind you, if you're not already journaling, and this is one of the things, if you're not formally journaling, maybe even Facebook, for some people, that's that's their journaling, right? But keeping track of your highs and lows in your life, because what happens is, after a while, you get to see that, you know what, there's, there's valleys and there's hills. And wherever you are right now, if you're having a rough time, guess what? You're going to get through it. And then there's going to be a high point where you're thinking nothing's ever going to go wrong again. And and guess what? You're going to get drawn back into this cycle. But when you're aware of it and when you can look at it from uh, from 10,000 feet, then those low spots don't bother you as much. But so back to the story. So what I did is I sat down and I spent the afternoon. I said, all right, man, the next time I'm feeling low, uh, what can I tell myself? Now, so I, what? by the way, these words may or may not speak to you. Uh, but they speak to me. And that's the whole point. If you like what I wrote and it's powerful for you, that's fine. But more important is what would you need to hear when you're going through your low spots? So this is what I, this is what I wrote. I am strong, calm, and committed. I will not move back in fear. Instead, I will move forward with confidence, born of good thinking and hard work. I will not let occasional doubts change my focus. Be it work or play, I will strive to be in the present moment. Every day I will do my best and leave the rest to God and retire to my home worry-free. Life is good and I'm constantly reminded of this fact. Well, that, that for me, that summed up because I was having, man, I, I would feel okay for a minute and then I would start having all this, this uh, I would back, I would want to go backwards, right, in fear instead of moving forward with confidence. Well, so what happened was, did, did reading this one time just make me from being uh, fearful and doubtful to, you know, over the top bliss? Of course not. But what it did, it was a great kind of check that, you know what, I'm going to get through this. And through the years... Um, I, I can't tell you how many times that I've read this and it kind of helped me get back on track. So the first thing that I would challenge you to do is and is when you're feeling like, man, things are going good. My life is flowing nicely. Write yourself a note. It doesn't have to be long, but write yourself a note, something that you know that, that would really speak to you. Nobody else needs to see it. Nobody else needs to even know about it, but something that really motivates you or something you'll need to hear that'll get you through that low spot. Because the bottom line, if, if you look at your life, chances are, once again, you've had challenges that you've overcome and, and you're not necessarily glad they happened, but now that you're through them, you can look and back and say, wow, you know what? I'm stronger because of that. I'm wiser because of that. I'm more appreciative of my great life because of that. There's, there's nearly always a lesson when you're having challenges. Now, the next thing that I want to talk about is, is uh, it, this is a really interesting concept that, that, that what would your future self tell you about your current challenges? Now, I'm going to go with the future self, the future self 10 years from now. So however old you are now, fast forward 10 years from there. Okay. What would that person looking back on where you're at now, uh, you know, what would you tell yourself? And, and this is a great question for, you know, any time that you're wondering what it is that you should do. Ask yourself, what would my future self want me to do? 
Okay. And, and I'll tell you what, a lot of times what you're going to find yourself doing, if you listen to your future self, you're going to find yourself exercising on a more regular basis because, you know, your future self is seeing the benefits of that. You're going to find yourself being more mindful of your finances. You're going to find yourself maybe spending more time uh, doing things that are educational versus just pure entertainment. Right. So that's a really good test. Um, uh, uh, is what I'm doing, currently doing right now something my future self would want me to do? By the way, that doesn't mean you can't have some recreation and do, you know, of course you can. It's just a matter of, of how you use all your time. So an, another thing when you're thinking about this is uh, a really good challenge is to is to think about everyday reminders. So in other words, that self-talk, the art of talking to yourself, what are the little things that pop into your head on a regular basis? So research shows that a lot of us have the same thoughts daily, right? And by the way, if those thoughts are good thoughts, you know, good habits plus time equals progress, equals success. Bad habits plus time equals failure, equals lack of progress, lack of progress. So when I'm talking about habits here, one of those habits is how do you talk to yourself? So what I did is I wrote down a bunch of things that, that, that I want to pop into my head on a regular basis. Perhaps you find them valuable, but once again, maybe if, if you don't use these exact ones, maybe it will stimulate some thinking for yourself. Okay. So these are everyday reminders that, that, that I try to have pop into my head. If it's, if it's not on a, by the way, the more you do it consciously, the more it happens unconsciously over time as it becomes habit. So here we go. Just eat as clean as possible, as often as possible. Next one. If it's not a junk day, don't eat it. Right. So kind of my policy on, on how I eat is, is that during the week, I try to eat real clean. Uh, I rarely deviate, uh, uh, not perfect, but clean. But on weekends, I, I let myself go a little bit. But this, uh, uh, this, my, this mantra, if it's not a junk day, don't eat it, keeps me from eating junk I might not otherwise want to. Uh, the next one is exercise. You'll be glad you did. And isn't that the truth? I mean, uh, uh, how often have I not wanted to exercise and I did it anyway? I'm always glad I did. Next one, breathe deeply. Next one, practice good posture. Every time I think that, boom, guess what happens? I sit up straight or I stand straighter, which is a great habit to get into. Next one, project confidence. Next one, remember the value of five minutes. You can get so much done in a short period of time when you're really focused. Next one, listen attentively. This is something I really got to work on because I tend to get distracted really easy. And I've actually been a, caught myself in mid-conversation with someone just kind of walking away. I wasn't trying to be rude. I just got sidetracked. And so now I realize, man, that, that came off as totally rude and understandably so. So I'm, now I'm doing my best to really try to focus on the task at hand. Next one, don't waste time scrolling on Facebook. Make a conscious effort to connect to those around you. I'm trying to, I'm in the process of doing more uh, uh, speaking engagements outside the martial arts industry. That's what I'm kind of pursuing. And, and it's a different world, right? Uh, and so, so one of the, one of the everyday reminders to myself and this is do one thing every day towards getting more speaking gigs outside the martial arts. This too shall pass. Take a breath and deal with it. So think about that, man. Something came on you all across your desk, some challenge. You know what? You're going to get through it. Take a breath and get past it. This next one, pinch yourself. You're one lucky dude, right? I mean, there's plenty of challenges that we all have them, but I got so much great stuff going on in my life. I got to make sure to remember that, which brings me to the last one. And that is, where is the beauty right now? Where is the beauty right now? Now, sometimes it's real easy. Like if I'm sitting on the, in the hot tub early in the morning after a workout, I'm watching the sunrise over the horizon and man, the steam is coming up. It's real apparent to, to see the beauty. But 
wherever you're at at any time, if you stop and ask yourself that question, chances are you're going to find something that, that in that moment. And what that does also, that kind of brings us back into that present moment, which is where we want to spend our time. All right, I want to switch gears for a minute. And, and I wanted to talk about uh, the importance. Remember, NLP teaches us the cha- fastest way to change how you feel is to change your physiology and your focus. What does that mean? The way you carry your body, all right, and what you're thinking about, right? So the first thing is is, is that if you adopt a, a physiology that is weak, uh, you know, shoulders hunched, you know, uh, uh, forward, kind of bent over, head down, it's not going to feel as powerful. It's going to change the way you feel. And if your shoulders are back and your head is up and your chin is in and you're breathing deep, right? And then the, and, and your focus, that is, what is it that you're thinking about? And one of the things that we do when we come up with a challenge, often our self-talk uh, is, is not negative. I mean, it's not positive, it's negative. It's doubt, anger, fear, those kinds of creep in. And we will send, send a, tend to have a challenge saying, oh, I, why did this have to happen to me? Oh, I can't believe it. Boom. You know, this again, I got a flat tire again, or whatever it might be. And so if you can get in the habit one of the best things you can do to change your focus and really to get you to thinking in more in terms of solution oriented is phrase each challenge that you have in the form of a question that assumes that there's an answer. Let me say that again. Phrase each challenge that you have in the form of a question that assumes there's an answer. What the heck does that mean? Well, okay, let's just say, for example, my challenge is, is I, I'm getting out of shape, man. My, my health isn't good and, and, and my fitness is really bad. And, and I could say, well, of course, you know, I'd like to be in better shape, but I have got a really busy schedule and I have a knee that hurts. How do, of course, and you know, that's kind of my excuse, right? So and that's easy to sell. I can, I can almost convince myself that's the reason and almost believe it. And I might even get, be able to get some other people to believe that. But you know what? It's the wrong phrase. It's the wrong way to pay, to, to, to kind of come up with that. If you truly want a solution, instead what you'd say is, gee, how can, I'm realizing my health and fitness isn't where it should be. How can I improve my fitness and health even with my busy schedule and uh, a knee that's giving me some challenges. Now what happens is you open up your unconscious for possibilities because you position the question correctly. And this might seem like semantics, but let me tell you, it is massive. And if you can get in this habit, it changes the game completely. All right, because guess what? Uh, You know, when you're creative, there's always a way when you know there's a way. There's always a way when you know there's a way. And if you, and by the way, some people are naturally a little bit more, they go to the dark side, they're a little more half empty, so to speak. Uh, But this is something that you can train yourself with time. So I wanted to keep this podcast short. I just wanted to kind of review real fast, you know, the art of talking to yourself. What would you at your best say to you at your worst? By the way, um, I talked about your, your best at, at, in, in 10 years. And I, we talked about how that could be maybe finances or fitness or education. But now I want you to, I want to leave you with one last thought. So what would you, let's just say that you fast forward to your last day and you knew it was your last day and you were sitting back over your life knowing that this was your last day and you had a chance to tell you currently where you are right now, your last day self had a chance to tell you, what would you tell that person? Chances are what you'd say is, hey man, life is fast, enjoy the moment, be in the moment, spend time with your families, be kind, all those things that we know to do that we forget to do. Okay, so I would leave you with it, that thought. What can you do to make this? As you've heard me say before, take care of the days and the youths take care of themselves. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time.